Folks, welcome to episode 241. And I apologize, Rob's not here, but he's been burning the candle at both ends. So I'm his brother from a different mother stepping in for him today. Uh, Rob was on Fox and Friends this morning. Well, it aired this morning, but he did it at 1.30 this morning. So he's just exhausted. So if you're interested in seeing that clip, it was great. It uh, uh, just covered all the stuff that's going on in the state of California, the Supreme Court ruling. So that link is in the show description tonight that you can take advantage of looking at. It's a worth watching. Um, we have some great, exciting things that we're going to talk about tonight, mainly, and I apologize to the people that tune in from New Zealand and Australia and Idaho, we're going to talk about something that Rob's passionate about, which is the businesses in the local area that are striving and surviving and standing up for all of us in the community. So that's going to be our guests tonight. But before we start with that, let me uh, give you a couple neat announcements and opportunities. The first one is this uh, Saturday night, actually Sunday night, uh, 5 p.m. at the Westlake Promenade, our dear sweet friend Kirk Cameron is doing a sweetest protest, basically uh, Christmas carols. They're meeting at uh, the Fountain by Paul Martins. It's going to be a great event. I know a lot of people are showing up, so uh, that is a great opportunity for you to come out. Um, I know I've gone to it a couple times. The uh, Pizza Cookery has just been inundated with you guys blessing them. But I was at a business, uh, let's say two days ago, Caneo Coffee. Um, uh, they're right across the uh, street from the Target Shopping Center. And their hours, I think, uh, are 6 to 2. There's their address. No masks, no social distancing, and great, great customer service. And just a neat... Uh, owner that is just trying to make it for the community. So another opportunity for you to bless a business in our local area that's really taking a stand. Um, some of the upcoming guests we're going to have uh, probably tomorrow night, Alex Parks. If you haven't seen him, go back. He's done a, been with us a couple times. One on human trafficking, one on his experiences he's had with Free Burma Rangers. We are actually going to highlight his trip of uh, coming back from Syria. That was the trip that you all blessed him and funded him with. Uh, so he had the raise, I think it was $8,000 that we raised for him, to go uh, get shot at to protect families that are refugees in Syria. So he's going to bring a bunch of pictures, a great bunch of opportunities, and share stories from his experiences in Syria. Um, by popular demand, December 15th, which is a Tuesday night, we're going to bring back Peggy Hall. And uh, we're going to have that live. Uh, bring your questions, bring your enthusiasm, and probably show up a little bit early because she's going to probably pack it out. Um, and then, what's the next slide on there, uh, Micah? I can't remember. Oh, today was a great opportunity this morning. The Supreme Court grants California churches challenges to coronavirus restrictions. This was a great ruling for our church and the churches across California. I'm not going to talk about it too much because obviously Rob's the expert in talking about this. And that's what he also talked about in his interview a little bit this morning on Fox and Friends. It's in the show notes. But... Once again, even with that, instead of Gavin Newsom backing off, we changed the goalpost again. 
So now we're not to counties, we're to regions. And here's the five reason, regions that he announced about four or five hours ago. And just a quick read on this is that if any region drops below 15% in ICU bed capacity, that region will go to really restrictive, basically house lockdown um, uh, in that region. So if you look at it, uh, we're Southern California. I think we're a little bit cut off. I think it's 20.6%. So if it drops down another 15%, all the restaurants shut down, uh, basically churches. You could go to the uh, California COVID website and see the restrictions of what's shut down. The thing to keep in mind is that ICUs in hospitals are not empty. They're not meant to be empty. A hospital is a business just like any other business out there. They have to have people there to be able to make money. So they're usually 70 to 80% full. That's how they make money. So this restriction right here is we're so close to the capacity anyway. So if we drop below that, it's going to be three weeks uh, basically house arrest if you read the details in there. And that's going to pretty much take us through Christmas. So this is not going to help our churches, our businesses, our uh, people that are trying to make it. So uh, it's another thing that we're going to have to contend with going forward. But I'm sure when Rob is uh, on tomorrow or the next night, he will address these concerns. And as you know, he articulates it so well. Um, one last thing. Seth Gruber and his wife, Olivia, had their baby girl this morning, Anna, Annie Bray Gruber. Isn't that precious? At 11.20 this morning. So uh, mom and baby's doing well. So great. I mean, he is such a, uh, a stud for helping us out in the pro-life movement. So he's going to be out soon, but he is obviously going to be hanging out with his family for a while before he can join us again. Um, so tonight, we've had... And what Rob has done is highlighting businesses in our local area that's st uh, standing up for our community, creating leaders. So tonight we have Future Elite Academy. And I'm going to introduce them real quick with a video lead-in that Mike has queued up. We're so excited to have you tonight. So we Thank got you. Brett Harrison and Air Justin. You know, so they're going to explain what they do. I had the opportunity of visiting you guys today. I think that's one of the reasons that Rob's not here. Rob and I are allergic to gems, so I <laughs> drove the short end of the stick, and so that's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's all right. But, good to have you <laughs> But, you know, the amazing thing of taking a tour of your gym today was that, you know, it's not... It's not just a gym. You guys are really 
taking kids that really need your help in some of the most challenging areas in Southern California, bringing them up and crafting them to be the next leaders That's right. of, of our generation that we, of their generation that we need. Mm. So you told me about the four kids and you told me you were going to be catching up with four kids yourself. But <laughs> can, you, can you give us a background of your family, how you got into this? And then and let's leap into talking about how you're crafting and how you're helping these kids. Sure. Uh, my name is Brett Harrison. I'm the founder and CEO of the Future Lead Academy. Uh, we're an entrepreneurial-based uh, leadership academy and academic uh, elite athletic academy that focuses on uh, equality in education across all socioeconomic backgrounds. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I'm married for 29 years. I've, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> I have four kids, uh, Tristan, Tatum, Treya, and Tag. Uh, you know, two of my older kids are older. One of my older son, Tristan, he runs our music studio at the academy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I met him today. Yeah, I met him today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And my, uh, my daughter, Tatum, goes to UC Boulder, and my uh, daughter, Treya, uh, is obviously on online school right now, and, uh, but was at Westlake High School. And my younger son, uh, Tag, goes to the Future Lead Academy. One thing I met today, there, you had a lot of leadership and a lot of people that are helping you do this, but did you start it up pretty much by yourself or did you bring some of those no, leaders in? No, the way that it really started was, you know, I've been coaching and managing youth sports for 20 years through all my kids, mainly my kids, nothing super competitive, just being around youth sports my whole life. And it's been a passion of mine and watching the growth and maturity of young athletes uh, coming up and, uh, you know, uh, watching them and the pitfalls and some of the things they've had the challenges with, even with my own kids. And uh, really, you know, my son, Tag, I had a personal trainer, a, a strength and conditioning coach by the name of Jeff McCann. And Jeff mm -hmm. McCann is one of the most elite uh, trainers around. He's also one of the best human beings I've ever met. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jeff and I became very close friends about a year ago through that process of training my son. And, and we saw a real need uh, for athletic kids in the middle school uh, grades to, you know, not only do they want to be great athletes, they want to, it's really in the middle school, that 7th, 8th, 8th grade, you know, reclassification class, you're really talking about kids who are, you know, they can really go two ways in life, right? Mm -hmm. Good or bad, and they're really moldable, and they're really, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a space in their life where um, they really need some direction. Mm -hmm. And so there's, you have these elite athletic kids, and so Jeff and I came up with the idea to, uh, to put together a not only a training center, but an academy where these kids could come to school and train and, uh, and, and grow and become leaders. And we could develop programs to help them not only be great athletes and great academically, but also incredible, incredible human beings. Yeah. And how we build great souls and great minds and great mind bodies and uh, try to really bring an academy together as, and develop a, a whole person. Yeah. Um, and help create the next leaders of our world and help um, really drive not only you know the social media skills and the personal financial skills and the academic skills and the elite athletic skills mm -hmm. and bring it all into one during these years that are so important for their growth and, and where they're going in, in the world. You know, the, so you, you showed me the, the, the gym or the workout area. That was incredibly impressive. But then we went across the street to the school and it rivals any school that's out there. Yeah. But... The one thing that's unique, you told me that you went down to Compton this morning to pick up most of your kids at 6 a.m. in the morning. So they're coming from backgrounds that are challenging in the first place, right? Right. And, and I think that's where 
that's where you come in. Yeah, that, that absolutely. You have a little bit of a background of that. Yeah. Can, can you kind of? Yeah, so absolutely. So I, I come from um, the Crenshaw District, Slauson and Crenshaw, a lot of the um, where the kids are getting picked up, Crenshaw on 120th. Uh, so when I think about it, you just have to think about the, the environment that these kids are, are influenced by and are experiencing. Um, just thinking about some of these kids are coming from broken homes. Um, some of these kids are coming from environments uh, with dr a lot of drug abuse, um, gang violence, murders. Um, I think about like a perspective. Check this out. Um, it's a Saturday morning or mm -hmm. Saturday. Um, you wake up you just right after your morning cartoons and you're in the house and your mom is like, hey, like, get outside, go enjoy the day, go play with your friends. And the process for, for these kids and, and kids like me, like I had to kind of go through when I, was, when I was growing up, was I'm thinking about, okay, what am I wearing? What am I not wearing? What color am I wearing? Where can I go? Can I go to this street? Don't go to that street. Can I wear this hat? I can't wear that hat because it might be somebody out there that thinks I'm an enemy um, because I'm wearing a specific hat. So it's not a it's not an easy process like as another kid in another environment might have to experience and that's something that as a 13 year old or 14 year old 12 year old they shouldn't have to experience things yeah. like that and have to go through a process where they have to be afraid and uh, to just go outside and play with their friends and mm -hmm. that's ridiculous so that's something that we're trying to um, provide a new experience a new perspective for them to give them a lot more opportunity where they can um, they can meet other people that they thought they would never meet in their in their entire lives and have different perspectives like this person's not out to get me this person is somebody that's trying to help me as well and trying to teach me something that I never knew before I never had access to knowing like the financial literacy like the economics um, um, and, and they're using this this opportunity um, just like I did they're using the opportunity of having sports as an ally to help them mm -hmm. out as well so bringing this academic side as well as the, the sports side it's just something that's a dream come true, but they don't have to actually, like, there's some uh, game that's really um, famous in our neighborhood or in the area I grew up in. It's a Dorsey versus Crenshaw. It's a really big game every, every year for those two schools, but it's also a very dangerous game. So it's two different gangs for two different schools, and oh it's something gosh. that, although it's, a, it's an exciting atmosphere, it's also, like I said, a dangerous atmosphere where they can't even go and play a football game and really be excited to play their rivals because they have to really worry about their family members coming to that game and, and being killed. Yeah. We're oh, bringing them to an atmosphere and to an environment where they, don't, they can play a game and they don't have to worry about stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. something that's really special. That must be yeah. interesting when you pick them up at 6 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. yeah, They're almost going from one land to a completely 180 degree opposite. There must be <laughs> yeah, some interesting yeah. conversations that you're <laughs> overhearing in the, in the bus that are probably foreign to yeah. most people. You know, it's it's really interesting that you say that because, um, uh, you know, we do pick one of the things we set up with this school is we wanted to develop a relationship with kids outside of our community and give other kids an opportunity to come into our community and thrive it with and integrate it through education, all of these kids in sports. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we do um, we we acquired a sprinter van and we pick up uh, a, uh, a a bunch of the kids uh, that go to our academy uh, down at 100th and Crenshaw every morning at 6 a.m. Uh, they take an hour and a half 
half bus ride out to Westlake Village. Uh, they come to our our academy and they go to school and they train uh, with um, other kids from around the, the, the Conejo Valley. Uh, right now we have 54 kids in our academy. Uh, we have about 100 on wait list to get in. Um, and uh, we have, as an academy, we have scholarship 90% of those kids um, to come to our academy for the first semester. So it is quite an unbelievable experience, i got to yeah. say, for me. So this morning I picked the kids up this morning at 6 a.m. in our spinner van. Um, it's the first time that I've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got to tell you, just sitting here, it was such a moving experience for me today. Um, and I love these kids. Those kids are with me every day. Mm-hmm. I see them every day. I greet them when they get off the bus. Mm-hmm. And Jeff and I and our entire staff are there for them no matter what. But i got to tell you, when you ride the bus with them today, we did some filming down with them today because yeah. we're getting ready to do a promotional video. Yeah. And, uh, and i got to tell you, what an incredibly special group of young men. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's unbelievable, you know, the life that they live and what they have to see every day and the fear that they have to live in because of the culture and the environment they're, that, they're, that they're within. And us, me having absolutely no idea about that and that perception maybe that I think of what's going on and it being completely opposite of my perception and being, you know, just the fear base that they have to deal with and the fear that they have to um, wake up to every day. We were talking about going, we were passing a park today. And uh, one of the boys in our good Nasir, he said, and he, and he looked at Coach, he goes, yeah, we shouldn't go over there. He goes, let's stay away from that area. Yeah. And I said, and I looked at him, I go, really? And he goes, I said, you, what do you think about it? He goes, yeah. He goes, we don't go there. He goes, I can't wear a certain hat over there. And he same thing you said, air. Mm-hmm. And that's just. How do you keep track of all that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, becomes, it becomes the way of the environment. Like, yeah. you learn that stuff. Like, um, growing up, you learn. Um, it's something I, I held a, a session last week where we, um, the topic was self-awareness. And I asked some of the kids, what does self-awareness mean to you? And one of the kids, the same kid, he said, um, just knowing your surroundings, like knowing who's watching you. And it would put put a uh, put it in real perspective of what he has to experience to to say to give an answer like that. Like so, when I was growing up, I was taught to don't I can't go anywhere without observing the whole room and knowing where everyone is. Like if I go into a restaurant now, I cannot sit with my back turned to the door. I won't yeah. sit with my back turned to the door. I need to see who's coming in, who's coming out, what that person's doing, what that person's doing, and that's how we're taught. So as we're growing up in this environment, it's the same thing. What what hat is that person wearing? What color is his shoelaces? What color is his shirt? How does he walk? Where is he walking? Where am I at? What street is this? What street is this? Okay, this is where we stop. Yeah. And that becomes second nature. It's, it, it, it's probably really, I lived in New York for a yeah. year. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick up nearly that level of senses that you needed to. Mm -hmm. But I remember after like six months, I'd be walking down the street. I'd probably using half of those senses. It was so interesting to see a tourist coming in from like, don't you see that person? Don't you see that? So that's incredible at such a young age age. to be able to do that. Um, One of the things that Rob brought up to me when he went to visit you, I think two or three weeks ago, it's like when he called me, the thing that was interesting he talked about the, the athletic thing, but he the next thing he said is what gentlemen these guys are. Mm-hmm. When you, everyone, I wish everybody would get a small sampling <laughs> of being able to go to your place, yeah. and hopefully that video that you're doing that is going to air this Sunday on sure. your website, which we we have uh, the website in our show notes Thank so you. they can go Thank to. You. Yeah. But um, is all of them were such gentlemen introduced you shook shook their hand shook my hand it was incredible yeah. and I think that um, 
the emphasize keeping, I know that you're using sports as your glue to keep mm, everything mm, together, mm. but it's really all these other things that you're doing to make your whole academy a holistic approach to creating leaders for the next It truly is. Uh, you know, leadership and, and accountability and, uh, and love and kindness is within all of us. It's been mm -hmm. with every single one of these kids. I see it every single day that I see mm -hmm. them. Um, them have, be, us being able to provide the direction to be able to provide that, teach that, give that, and show them how to become responsible human beings with accountability. Mm -hmm. One of the things that we really strive towards in, in athletics, academics, and in our game after the game curriculum, which is our entrepreneurial-based programming, um, and our leadership skills, is we have a tremendous amount of accountability for each for each uh, student athlete. Um, we really work hard with that. We keep them accountable. Um, and so, you know, a day in the life of our student athlete is, uh, you know, our, we have the eighth grade reclassification class, which is kids who've decided to hold back eighth grade, and um, for whatever reason that may be, they come in at eight o'clock in the morning and they train for two hours in our in our state-of-the-art facility with our trainers mm -hmm. while the seventh and eighth graders are across the street at our education complex and they go to school from uh, from eight in the morning till twelve o'clock and then they flip flop and our reclassifications go to go to their tutorial academy slash school across the street. And you know what we really teach we math, English, history, science, um, but we also have a big entrepreneurial program which teaches them uh, life skills and how to build businesses and how to be ready for the game after the game. Because mm -hmm. not all of these kids are going to be super successful in sports. They mm -hmm. may not play sports when they go to college, or they may they may have the, have the life afterwards. So we're trying to prepare them for the real world. We're trying yeah. to give them that 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 direction to be unbelievably successful. In month one in September, we taught social media management. Yeah. How to manage your social media, how to be responsible on social media, how to develop a brand for yourself, and how to create that and get that out to the world in a responsible manner, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And in a courteous manner, right? Mm -hmm. And then um, month two, we taught financial, personal financial literacy, where mm -hmm. we had to read Rich Dad Poor Dad, mm -hmm. and then great book, in great book right? <laughs> yeah. And then month three was leadership skills, and month mm -hmm. four is public speaking, and then we'll move into mindfulness and centeredness, how to stay centered within yourself so you're never too far, or too behind. And then, obviously, we have our athletic piece, all right? And we're yeah. very successful with that piece. We're very proud of that piece. Um, we have the best trainers, and these kids come every day, and they work two hours a day, five days a week with the top trainers. Yeah. So when they walk into high school as freshmen, I can promise you this is one of our we, – we will be – these kids will walk in not only athletically ready, academically ready, but they will be ready on a social and um, – and mindfulness level mm -hmm. to be able to be good human beings and treat people right, shake your hand, look you in the eye, and mm -hmm. have incredible accountability so that they have extreme success. And they're ready to move on in the world and really lead our future because mm -hmm. what we're talking about now with these kids in this in this seventh, eighth, and eighth grade reclassification years, these are our leaders. Yeah. These are the kids that are gonna run the world. Yeah. And so we feel that this is really where change will happen. We right. feel this is really where Absolutely. we can be the biggest impact. You know, and I've gotten to know Air very well. Uh, we've become very good friends. I'm so thankful to have this guy yeah. right here. I found myself in early on with Air asking him questions that mm -hmm. I didn't know about social impact, social injustice, and some things that are going on in our world so that I could be better for these kids. And it's just quite honestly ignorance on my part as not understanding what's really going on out there in the, in the world for these kids. Yeah. And he has brought so much light to that subject. These kids look up to Air as a mentor. Um, and we're and we're just so proud of this this situation we have. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. And I got to tell you, every day we walk in, it is the most incredibly exciting experience I've ever been involved in. 
seeing a kid this morning come from 100th and Crenshaw and the hundreds down there and the world he lives in to Westlake Village, getting off our Sprinter van with the biggest smile on his face <laughs> yeah. and then being crushed in a two-hour workout and getting ready to go to school. And we also yeah. and we provide an incredible um, uh, uh, food for the kids. And we have a company called, uh, a couple companies for that bring in meals for these kids, organic meals, and feed them right. And, and so we really try to take care of them the best we can um, to give them this great student-athlete experience. Yeah, um, and we just feel that uh, you know we're really blessed to be able to, to be able to have these kids. Yeah. These cool stuff. Can we show, Micah? You had a couple pictures that uh, Brett bought, brought of the, the gym. Can we can we cue some of those up just so people can get a visual of what what uh, what the experience is like over there? I think we got mainly the gym. We didn't get any of yeah. the school. Oh, we boys. did get of the school. Couple okay, of the school. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> can you as as the, as as he's going through the slides? You told me you like. Four teachers that have their master's degree. I mean, you're you're yeah. not bringing in like yeah so Mary we, Poppins to teach. You're, teaching, <laughs> you're bringing in some high end stuff. We, we are, so the way it works with us, we're a we're a hybrid model of education. Um, we are an online academy um, partnered with one of the highest end online providers that's been around for longer than any other online mm -hmm. provider for online schooling. And then we have teacher we have facilitators that will be within the class helping each individual student with their particular um, question that they might have within mm -hmm. the online school. So we're not we're not a school. We're mm -hmm. more of a tutorial academy that, mm -hmm. to help them with their online um, with their online presence. What makes us different is we're in class. Right. You know we have our kids in class. Um, we we do follow um, you know our COVID protocols. We do have the distancing of the kids, and the kids are required to wear masks in class. And there's certain things that we do to be able to follow you know so we're safe and the kids can come back every day. And we're yeah. Good. And we've had an amazing experience with it. Right. And I can tell you right now, I think our average math grade is at 89 percent across yeah, the board. Yeah, you were telling right me now. that earlier across yeah. all students. Yeah. And I think we're 87 percent in, in science and close to that in English and history, which is unheard of across the state of California. Yeah. These numbers are absolutely incredible. And if and if you weren't providing those kids those opportunities they would be back in their homes absolutely you know I was just thinking just this morning at um, 8 o'clock this morning I got an alert on my phone uh, from a news break that a kid uh, 13 year old kid just uh, committed suicide uh, right in front of his zoom online class he, he was at home just at home, not knowing what else to do, just kind of just, uh, I don't know, having anxiety. I don't know what it was, but things like that and giving, those, giving that type of opportunity with all this stuff that's going on, all this high anxiety, all this high stress that's going on with just sitting at home all day, every day, not having any outlets, we're providing uh, an alternative. So these kids that are in this environment, Compton in L.A., that have so much access to all this negative, negative influence, um, we take them away from that. They don't have all yeah. day to get influenced to go outside and go hang out with the with their friends that are not doing anything else or are is on that side of the the tracks. Yeah. You know, um, they're coming here and they're learning. They're they're learning about things they they've never learned before. They're learning different things in history and math. Um, like like we we put up the numbers, the eighty nine yeah. percent, and they're they're working out. They're doing something progressive. Um, all day, and that's that's just something huge. And, and, that, and that's the, one of the reasons I think Rob was so excited about having you guys come on and share your stories, yeah. because you think about kids that are sitting in their rooms in Westlake, mm -hmm. Thousand Oaks, Newberry Park, that they're struggling mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. being stuck at home. Maybe, yeah. you know, we've talked about it with Dr. Shanae, uh, domestic 
violence yeah. is probably going up, yeah. child abuse is going up, yep. struggles inside the home are going up. Mm -hmm. And that's in, you know, here right. and, you know. Right. You that's, know. that's something that I wanted to kind of elaborate too that's so special about our, our program, our, our school, our tutorial program and our athletic program is it's not just for the kids that are coming from the inner city and in, in, in that environment. It's from the other kids from the other side of the track that's in Westlake too. And that perspective, like I said earlier, of having these this group of kids being involved and being in the same space as these group of kids that they never thought that they may not have been able to afford to be in school with or thought they'd ever meet or whatever it is, they're actually coming and understanding that these people have problems just like these people. We're the same. Like they, when we when we're in class and we're going over issues or different topics uh, all together, and and this this person is explaining some experience they're going through. This other person here is like, you go through that same thing. Me too. Yeah. And then they're learning. They're able to um, communicate a little bit um, more together and have a different perspective on life. On like, man, you're just like me. Yeah. We're, we're the same. We're not that different as I thought. Like I see on TV or like I'm hearing at the dinner yeah. table, whatever it is, and having this specific per perspective, we're giving them a different environment to learn for themselves yeah. and come together to help build this world. Yeah, I would say probably the difference between Westlake mm -hmm. and the stress they're going through, yeah. which is almost incredible. It's yeah. incredible mm -hmm. what yeah. our kids mm -hmm. are having to go through through this yeah. this last ten months. Is the people in Westlake don't have to worry about their shoelaces, their hat, oh, yeah, or yeah. their clothing? Yeah, sure. That's a, it's, that's something. It's a how does it, how does somebody relate to that? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I, think I don't think you can like um, relate to it on the on the same level. But the perspective that I kind of put it in is, I have problems, but so do you. You yeah. have different problems too, and, and and although I have these problems which are huge, I can't um, put a, a limit on how your problems affect okay, you. Yeah, yeah. It's right. so your problems are your problems that you're exactly. going to deal with emotionally the way right. that you need to do. Exactly. Have you guys been able? So you've been around for uh, you said a year. A year? Yeah. So you haven't really got to see completely the fruits of your labor, except for the one thing I would I guess, and maybe you can yeah. expand on this. Yeah. When you drop these kids back off at their mm, home, yeah. they must be like the equivalent of little uh, testimony yeah. <laughs> prophets that are sitting there and sharing their story and making an impact on yeah. their community. I would assume. Well, I, I will say this: that it's been a um, it's been a unique experience to say the least. It's been it's been difficult. You know, we're a startup company, and, and mm -hmm. uh, it's been difficult to. Um, to get where we're at right now, we have, like I said, we have 54 kids in the program, and uh, but uh, we also have close to 100 on the wait list to get in, mm -hmm. um, which we we just can't sustain right now. Mm -hmm. uh, we're we're working towards that in 2021 and expanding and opening other locations. But the reality of it is, we need to take care of what we have right now. Right. And you know, the kids that we have right now, I can tell you, when they walk through those, when they leave today, it was a perfect example. Three of the kids get ready to go on the bus, and they came over and said, "Can we stay longer?" Yeah, and so the reality of it is, well, there's the answer to your question. Really, right. yeah. I mean, you know, the, can we stay longer? And you know, we the environment that we've created is we call it a big locker room, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just you know we're, we're creating you know this incredible equality and integration through sports and academics and leadership mm -hmm. and accountability, right? So accountability mm -hmm. is the driving factor between it all that really or you know that puts it all together. But man, what I've seen in the friendships, the camaraderie, and the brotherhood. And we do have one uh, female in our mm -hmm. school. She's absolutely amazing. Has the highest grades of anybody mm -hmm. in the school. Right. And uh, and she and she's and she's an, a, another true testament for what we're doing here. You mm -hmm. know, leadership and 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 just complete drive and accountability. So what we're seeing is this this group of kids coming together, being one, helping each other, 
but driving each other in competition. So we'll see them on the floor competing in a drill. And it's, it's unbelievable to watch the effort that they give every single day, day in and day out, 100% all the time. And I don't know of a coach, a teacher, a parent that does not expect that. And so for us, that's kind of what life is all about, right? 100% effort all the time in everything that you think, every single thing that you do and having the accountability to hold you to that standard all the time. And if they can get taught that at this age group, what's going to happen for our future is going to be an amazing thing yeah. to watch. You know, uh, Terry Schroeder, that uh, Olympic water polo coach, he's the one that has the statue in front of the Coliseum, good friend mm-hmm. of mine, mm-hmm. incredible person. But he was back when he was going to Pepperdine, mm-hmm. he was voted in the top, if I remember, the top 10 athletes in the nation. Oh, wow. But back then... The top 10 athletes meant you had to be a well-rounded individual. You couldn't just be good in your yeah. sport. You had to have good grades. You had to have the good leadership. Mm-hmm. And that's what you guys are creating. Can you speak a little bit, and maybe I'm a little bit naive in this area, but it appears to me athletes that are entering like college, that's mm-hmm. like, I just want you to play football. I want you to get our marketing for whatever college it is. And, oh, yeah, we'll give you a, a – a degree on the side, mm-hmm. but we really just want you to play football. They spit them out. The person might get a great contract with the M- NFL, or NBA, mm-hmm. or whatever. But at the end, they're they're left hopeless, trying yeah. to figure out what do I do with That's just right. happened to yeah. me the last eight years. Yeah. Is that kind of a summary of what's happening if we don't have the leadership skills that are built in there? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I played. I have so many friends who have played and and had that same experience and the transition from playing and having all your hopes and dreams kind of crash down where you expected and everybody else around you and your family, your environment ex- expected you to be this huge star. And then it's like, okay, that's over. What do I do now? Yeah. I think, again, like that's so special what we're doing here. We're teaching them the game after the game yeah. and teaching them to think about their future after the game now and how to go about that, how to transition. Because a lot of times can put a lot of people in a, in a, in a high depression like mm-hmm. what do I do? Football was all I all I knew. Yeah. Right? Like when I when I was growing up, um, you know, I didn't. I, my dad didn't teach me to have a plan B. It yeah. was plan A. You're playing football. Yeah. You're gonna go to the NFL. And he and he he worked me and was very uh, disciplined with me, which helped me a lot, shaped me on who I am today. And I appreciate everything he did. When I was a kid, I didn't understand it. Yeah. But just the just the process of not having a a plan B. I'm just going straight line. So when I was transitioning, man, I had no idea. It was rough. I yeah. was like, man, what am I good at? What do I do? I'm trying to get a job at a restaurant. or uh, And they're like, you don't have enough experience. I'm like, to work at a restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, then, and so, but I had my degree. I had my degree from Washington State. And I'm like, well, I got the degree. What am I supposed to do? And so that yeah. transition. So now with these kids now, teaching them, we're, we're always ta- teaching them, um, you know, not, not only to be a great athlete, but a great person off the field. And what that comes with is integrity, accountability, discipline. I tell them all the time, uh, control what you can control is, is the thing that I'm always going back to. You can always control your attitude. You can control your work ethic. You can control your discipline, your, your accountability, your integrity, right? And we remind them that all the time and uh, within our core values on the field as we're training in the facility. And then often we're in the, in the facility um, in our academic department as well. Yeah. So it's going to help them as they find their way through life and understanding what their plan B is as yeah. well. Well, and that plan B is gives you the hope because if you're only on plan A mm, in right, your right. end of your career or, I hate to say it, one injury away right. from not 
being able to be staying on that track and going, where's, where do I go now right, yeah. is amazing. Mm-hmm. So when we were talking today, and I'm going through this facility that's just amazing, and these you. kids are great, and you're saying like, what, 80 to 90% are on scholarship, which is just a different way of you're paying for them. I was just um, thinking, yeah. it doesn't seem like a very solid business plan. Yeah. I know that you're trying. Yeah. So how, is, how has the last 10 months affected you? Yeah. And how are you going Because we want to talk about that a little yeah. bit more. It's been, um, it's been a challenge. I mean, I, you know, that's just the truth of it. It's, it, it's a challenge every day. Um, mm-hmm. You know, doing a startup company in uh, academics and sports and, uh, and basically a gym and a, a school, a tutorial mm-hmm. academy, are probably the two worst things you could do during a, during a pandemic, you know. So it's been tough. Yeah. Um, but the reality of it is, is what we're doing is right. Mm-hmm. And what we're doing is real. And what we're doing is impactful to lives and the future of our world. Mm-hmm. And um, no mat- we, we have a saying at our office, whatever it takes. Yeah. And um, that is absolutely our motto. That is what we live by. Uh, it's, but it's been tough. I mean, when we started this company, we didn't expect the pandemic to hit. We were expected mm-hmm. to be open in March. Um, we've had numerous uh, roadblocks along the way, and we'll get into those, but they've been, it's been tough. Um, and, you know, we, but again, whatever it takes. So now we're at past almost to the end of our first semester. Mm-hmm. Um, with our and, and we're pushing forward, but yes, we've uh, scholarshiped roughly eighty percent of all the kids in our school, um, and uh, there's costs involved with that. And but we knew that we had to do that. We we knew that we had to not only prove a business model and a model that that, that it was going to work uh, for these kids, and we needed to prove what we were doing was right. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing. No matter what it took or how we were going to get there, we were going to prove this model because we know this is what the future is all about. This is what we want to we want to bring this across the United mm-hmm. States and maybe around the world. And the reality of it is, is that we knew in the first year we'd have to scholarship kids to get them in the door and to prove um, our concept and to, get, to provide these. But now that we have them in the door, um, whatever it takes to get them to the finish line, that yeah. is where we're at right now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we'd like to open our doors to more student athletes. And, uh, and that's really where we're at today. We're looking at spring semester coming up, and we're trying to open our door to maybe 20, 30 more student-athletes and, and give these at-risk youth and kids around the Conejo Valley the opportunity to come in and be a part of uh, the Future Lead Academy. Yeah. So I know that So this Sunday you're going to have this video that better explains what we're trying mm-hmm. to or encapsulates, encapsulates yes. what we're trying to explain to the audience yes. tonight. And at the same time, you're going to start a GoFundMe account mm. that will help you keep on helping out these kids and 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 creating these leaders. So, right. uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that? And sure. Uh, th- this is your opportunity to tell the audience yeah. how we can help you guys because if yeah. we can't figure out ways for you to be successful, right. this is a great opportunity that we're going to miss if we don't. Yeah, and I that appreciate out. that, and I appreciate very much being here tonight. Thank you, yeah. and uh, Pastor Rob has been phenomenal for oh, us, yes. and he's just yeah. been a good friend to us and to me, um, and to to our academy. Uh, yeah, so we're uh, launching a GoFundMe uh, on this Sunday night. It will, we're going to have a massive campaign rollout, uh, you know, for our video to to help spotlight our scholarship fund mm-hmm. uh, for the Future Lead Academy. And that is mm-hmm. to help you know sustain some of our current scholarships and to also help bring in additional student athletes from around California and around the United States because we have mm-hmm. kids outside the uh, California that want to come to the academy, um, and we'd like to be able to provide them an opportunity to do so. And we know in this first year, we want not only the best athletes to come in, but we want kids with the most drive, ambition, and who really want this opportunity to get mm-hmm. better. 
And there's so many of them out there. That's what's absolutely unbelievable. There's unbelievable families that need help. Mm -hmm. They need us to be able to provide this education and this elite athletic experience. Um, and, and they really need us. A lot of people are struggling right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. And a lot of people are hurting right now. And there's a lot of... Um, there's a, there's a lot of separation, you know, between, you know, people across the world right now. And the Future Lead Academy is one of these places where they can come together, they can learn, they can love, they can be responsible and help be held accountable. And we have to we have to expand that. I have yeah. to be able to bring that out to more kids and more families. The fan, the impact that we're having for families across California right now is absolutely unbelievable yeah. to watch. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, we're asking people to contribute to the GoFundMe page on Sunday, and, and we'll run a nice little yeah. campaign for that. Whatever anybody can contribute, we, yeah. we just really appreciate um, to help us bring more student-athletes into the Future League Academy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's... Uh, uh, it's interesting when you go into some of these businesses like yours and some of the other ones I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, is that you feel like you're in this different world with all the stuff that's going out in the in the world today. So it's so unique to walk in and it's so refreshing. Yeah. It's yeah. like going to church here <laughs> yeah. that the fellowship's amazing. And that's what I picked up when I went into your uh, academy yeah. today is that refreshing sense of community. Mm -hmm. And that creates such a healing right there. We were talking about a little bit mm -hmm. earlier is to have that sense of you have to be healthy inside from yeah. a spirit standpoint. You have to be healthy physically, mentally. And you guys Absolutely. are tapping in on every yeah. single element. So that's that's yeah. amazing, and I, I hope that our audience can go to your website on Sunday yeah. and just you so bless you because, you know, we've had some uh, uh, guests on, you know, that are in the younger, like Rob and I are in our mid-50s, mid and uh, so we have, like, you know, uh, Alex Park that's on tomorrow. Mm -hmm. He's in the, his late 20s, Charlie Kirk that's yeah. young, and it's just like it encourages people that there is hope for the next generation yeah. that don't be hopeless yeah. that seems like there's a lot of things that we're struggling with but that was the thing that i walked away today is oh god it's so refreshing yeah. to know that there's kids that are out there so that that's, that's been that's 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 just an incredible thing that you're doing that's why i yeah. hope people help you out but we're getting kind of close to the top of the hour is yeah. there any other any other thoughts or anything that you would like to you know i, tell I really just think that uh you know we've created i'll just tell a little story here so we do have a, a football a program and a football mm -hmm. team and a seven on seven program we've been traveling with and airs oh, yeah, the, yeah, 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 the head coach yeah and one of the things and we're getting ready to add two more teams going into to, into the spring well we took these boys uh to chicago vegas fresno uh, in Arizona over the last few months. The boys have won five out of seven titles that they played in. Oh um, they're incredible athletes, number one. But number two, they got to experience the first times on, on an airplane. <laughs> yeah. Some of these kids have never been on an airplane. They've never experienced the cold of Chicago. Yeah. And we went to Crown Point, Indiana, and stayed in a small little town, went to a high school football game in Crown Point, and they got to see all this for the first time. Yeah. It was it was absolutely unbelievable to watch. Amazing. And, 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 and these are the things that I take away that were when I see them on that bus going to a 5 a.m. flight and walking through the airport and they've never been in an airport before, yeah. I got to tell you, that was a pretty cool experience. Yeah. And so, you know, I just can't wait to have more of that and, um, and, uh, and really just looking forward to the support to helping more kids achieve that opportunity with us. So, uh, you know, one last thing before I forget, I talked about the uh, helping you out from a financial aspect. Mm -hmm. what, what about the kids that want to get into your academy? I know they're... Sure. There's no shortcuts to skip over the hundred, but what what are people that are interested 
What would yes. they do? So um, you just contact us at info at the Future Elite Academy. You can check us out on IG and Instagram at futureelite.academy and www.futureeliteacademy.com. And uh, we have our info page right there. Just click on that, or you can enroll now. We're taking. Mm-hmm. We're looking at all applicants right now. You can enroll right on our website. And um, and yes, we you know we're we're a tuition based um, you know tutorial program with elite a- academics and athletics and. Uh, uh, you know, so we're we're looking for incredible new students to come in and be a part of the academy. So please, yeah, absolutely, we look forward. And to when you when you click on that and you, you ask for information, can they come visit you too? If absolutely, they want? Okay, like, good. we're really yeah. excited for people. Yeah, to come visit okay, us. I mean, good because that was such a great experience today. <laughs> yeah. I want to make yeah, sure yeah. that so we they love can it when that. people come. I mean, yeah. we're so excited when people walk through our doors, and, yeah. and we worked really hard to create this really great vibe and invite inviting experience with high energy. And, and just a lot of positivity and love. And um, and I think you saw it when you were there today. Yeah. Right when you walk in the doors, everybody feels it. Yeah. It's just an incredible place and an incredible experience. Now, and our other side of the business, too, is we do do private training. We're not open to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only for private training with our high-level uh, trainers. So we have, you know, pro athletes come in and train. We have, you know, moms come in and train with our, with our athlete, with our trainers. Um, and we're very, very high, high level at that point. But, uh, but yes, I mean, we encourage anybody, please come check out the Future League Academy. It's awesome. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Thank you so much for coming today. No, it's been great. Take advantage of seeing you guys on Sunday on your website and, and help you guys out. I just, I just hope that our viewership blesses you because we need to continue to expand what you guys are doing. So, um, Thank you. So, Everybody, look forward to having Alex Parks on t- uh, tomorrow. I know that Rob has some great guests that he's working on bringing. Um, so, and he hopefully will be back with us tomorrow or Saturday to give you updates on some of that Supreme Court ruling, the new restrictions, where we're going. So, look forward to seeing him tomorrow, the next night, that we can get an update on more of the stuff. But as we leave every night with uh, the numbers blessing. Uh, Number 624 through 26, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Thank you for joining us tonight, and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow night. Thank you.